Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the Odds and Audibles podcast. I'm Matt Prem. Uh, on today's Wednesday edition of the week, it's uh, week two of the 2022 college football season. The Oregon Ducks getting ready to play the Eastern Washington Eagles out of Cheney, Washington, Eastern Washington, obviously with the namesake. Uh, that is a 5.30 kickoff at Austin Stadium, home opener for the Oregon Ducks. And the focus of this podcast, uh, you'll notice Eric and Jared not on the show today. Uh, focus of this podcast is recruiting-centric. And it's going to be a short, quick update just to sh- let you know where things currently stand with the Oregon Ducks because it's the first home opener, meaning we're going to have some unofficial visitors on campus. Uh, there will be some prospects that will mingle through the facilities, get a tour, And as the recruiting period has opened back up again a couple of days ago, this is going to present an opportunity to catch you up on where things stand with Oregon football and its recruiting. The Ducks, uh, as of last night of this recording, landed their 18th verbal commitment. Uh, That came from Blake Purchase, a four-star edge player out of Cherry Creek, high school in Inglewood, Colorado, the number one player in the state of Colorado, the fifth player to have that title, the number one player in said state to commit to the Oregon Ducks. Other ones to do it include quarterback Dante Moore out of Detroit, Michigan, five-star player, the number six player in the country. Um, Caleb Presley out of Rainier Beach High School in Seattle, four-star cornerback there. You've also got Kenyon Sadiq, a athlete who Oregon's recruiting to play tight end out of Idaho, uh, Idaho Falls and Skyline High School. We mentioned Purchase, and then there's also uh, Tidum Tuioti uh, from Sheldon High School here in Eugene, Oregon. But the Oregon Ducks currently have 18 verbal commitments in this 2023 recruiting class, and their ascension to the number one class in the Pac-12 is now complete, and now the job for Dan Lanning and his coaching staff is to stay there. They've The, the Oregon program has signed the best class in the Pac-12 four straight years. They're going for a fifth, and they are now the number one school in the Pac-12, just ahead of USC, who's 14th nationally. Oregon is 13th. They're neck and neck. It's going to be neck and neck the entire way uh, up until National Signing Day in, in December, and then the second one, uh, in early February of 2023. But to get you caught up to where things stand, 18 verbal commitments, 
And you look at these guys that are committed and you see a heavy focus on the defensive side of the football. Oregon currently has 13 players committed on the defensive side of the football. And really it's 14. Uh, it, it, it could be 14 if for whatever reason Kenyon Sadiq decides to move over to, to defense, which wouldn't wouldn't be expected, but it's a possibility. He's that good of an athlete. Schools were recruiting him on the defensive side of the football, but Oregon likes him as a tight end. But nonetheless, 13 verbal commitments on the defensive side of the football. And to break it down even more, they've got a lot of those guys at defensive line, edge, or a linebacker. Uh, and it's I think it's pretty evident to see why after week one of – Oregon's game against Georgia and how Oregon was kind of abused uh, on the perimeter, on the edges of the line of scrimmage. Oregon is going and they are quickly adding talent to that 2023 class to help reload, retool, reshuffle the defensive front seven at Oregon under Dan Lanning. They certainly have some talented players. They've got guys that should be on the team next year and the years to come that are we were talented, but it's clear that if Oregon wants to compete for a Pac-12 and, more importantly, a national championship, they need to uh, continue to push the envelope and to improve that group uh, up front when you compare what Georgia did to Oregon. Now, headliners of this recruiting class right now, Dante Moore, we mentioned. He's the highest-rated commit in program uh, for the program this season. He's the highest-rated commit to, to play quarterback that's uh, committed to Oregon in program history. And he will go down as one of the highest rated players to commit, regardless of position, uh, to the Oregon Ducks. Number six player in the country by the 24-7 Sports Composite. Uh, He is the fourth best player in the position. Um, And he's not the only five-star committed to the Oregon Ducks right now. Jurion Dickey, a five-star wide receiver from Menlo Atherton High School uh, in Menlo Park, California. Same high school that Troy Franklin, Oregon receiver, currently on the Ducks, played at. Uh, Dickey did transfer this season. So uh, while Franklin and Dickey do know each other, they're, you know, it's not former high school teammates linking back up again. But nonetheless, Junior on Dickey, one of the best receivers in the country, the number two player at that position, will be playing for the Ducks in 2023. As long as they can hold on to him. There's always been some rumors that some other programs, most notably Miami, are trying to get to flip him. Um, we'll see if you know, right now Dickie's saying all the right things. And even after the Georgia loss, you know, I don't think there's too much concern right now, but nonetheless, the hurricanes and others still lurk and, and we'll see what happens and transpires here. That's the thing I think with, with Moore and Dickie is you look at just what these two players have from a scholarship offer standpoint, the big dogs that are after them. Uh, you don't recruit these, you don't stop recruiting these guys until they've inked their national letters of intent. But all intents and purposes are they're going to do that. Uh, Oregon's third best player currently committed is Caleb Presley, a four-star cornerback uh, from the state of Washington. This would be the second year in a row now that Oregon has signed the best player in the state of Washington, which has never happened before. Josh Connolly did it last year for Oregon, and now Caleb Presley is following suit there. A couple other players that are notable to, to mention here. Oregon has added another receiver, Ashton Kozart. He's a four-star, top 150 player, speed guy. 
plays in Flower Mound, Texas at Marcus High School, uh, but originally from the Pacific Northwest and the Seattle area. Cole Martin is the son of Demetrius Martin, Oregon's cornerback coach, and he is one of the top corners in the 2023 class. And Cole is also committed. He was Oregon's first verbal commitment in the 2023 class. One of the other players to recently commit to the Ducks, Marion Washington, uh, four-star defensive lineman from Chandler High School in the Phoenix area from Chandler, Arizona. Another top 200 player, uh, a top 25 defensive lineman in the country, will we'll give Oregon some position versatility, can, can play multiple spots. Uh, this was a big get. He made his commitment a couple days earlier than expected. Oregon was the favorite, but – Nonetheless, you're excited to see that guy pull the trigger and give the Ducks another option along the defensive line. Dante Dowdell is a big running back from the state of Mississippi, the sixth best player at the running back position nationally. Uh, six foot one and a half, closer to six foot two. He's 210 plus pounds. Will give Oregon a big bruising running back at the next level. We mentioned Kenyon Sadiq. He's a four-star athlete out of Skyline Senior High School in Idaho Falls. That's Eastern Idaho. Uh, Oregon here was a player for a little bit, and then they kind of disappeared. And then Sadiq had named a, a top three and kept that group for a long time, which did not include Oregon. And then on the day of his commitment, flipped his decision and went to Oregon. Oregon's recruiting him to play tight end and kind of like a hybrid receiver role and really good athlete. Uh, Brandon Huffman of 24-7 Sports says, don't be fooled that he's playing in Idaho. He is a legit prospect that could make an impact right away down the road for the Oregon Ducks when he gets here in the fall. Continuing down the list here, Terrence Green is a four-star defensive lineman from Texas. Uh, another commit from the state of Texas. And look, another defensive lineman here. Really big body. Gives Oregon another player with options. We mentioned Blake Purchase, an edge player who's six foot three, two forty, can play linebacker as well if needed. Uh, one of the better defensive players in the, within the Pac-12 footprint, which is always a good thing for the Ducks to land. And then you continue down the list: Cody DeCambra, a, a four-star safety from Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas, that powerhouse, and Tyler Turner, another safety, another four-star as well from San Antonio, Texas. Um, Three stars currently committed to Oregon. Mikhail Gardner, a defensive lineman. Tavita Pome, a, a defensive lineman. Jaden Moore, another edge player from California. Uh, we mentioned Tuioti from Eugene, a three-star edge player. Jerry Mixon, another linebacker from San, uh, San Francisco. And then St. John High School in Washington, D.C.'s Colin Gill, a three-star cornerback. Uh, that makes up Oregon's recruiting class. And when you look at this group, it's 13th overall in the country. Some official visits are going to be start coming in here the next couple of weeks as prospects are locking in dates for, for official visits. We know Roderick Pleasant is a four-star top 100 cornerback. He will be here in November. We know Spencer Fano is a four-star offensive tackle, a top 150 player. He'll be here in October. Uh, Oregon is positioning themselves now for football season, and they've got – a majority of this recruiting class locked in. They're they're pretty much set there. Um, they've only got a, a, a limited spots left in this class. And I think that's the key here is during the summer months, Dan Lanning and his staff were able to go out and secure a wide range 
of verbal commitments in this 2023 recruiting class, setting them up with 18 before their first home game, meaning Oregon can now focus on air quotes here. They're their big game targets. Uh, they're the, the guys that are considered the best of the best the guys that haven't made their commitments yet uh, and, and really focus in. And, and as the staff is spending a majority of their time preparing for games each and every week, uh, Oregon can now hyper-focus on a select few uh, and really try to close the deal on those players moving forward. Who, who are some of those players that, that Oregon could be going after um, and looking at, at what's available for, for Oregon? I think at edge in particular, there's, this is where there could be a five-star. If, if Oregon's going to add a third player to the mix at five-star, um, the most likely candidate seems to be Mateo Ungalele from St. John Bosco High School, who his team will be playing inside Austin Stadium Friday against Central Catholic out of Portland, uh, kind of a neutral site game, if you will, maybe a replicated version of what Oregon and Georgia faced. But uh, the California powerhouse is taking on the state of Oregon powerhouse in Austin Stadium Friday. Uh, Ungalele is one of the top available players left. Uh, it's probably the guy that Oregon's got the best chance from a five-star perspective, but they're probably going to have to make up some room here. Ohio State, Alabama, everyone else that's a big dog is competing there. But they're also involved in Samuel Mpemba, who's a prospect out of the state of Florida. He's a five-star player, one spot above uh, Ungalele as well from a ranking perspective. Offensive line is an area where Oregon could could try and go out there and land a player or two. They need to land a player or two. Um, Five-star Samson Okanola is considering Oregon. Um, he will have Oregon probably in the final group until the very end, but the Ducks have some serious room to make up there. They, they were in a good position, but things have kind of slipped a little bit. So that would be an area of focus for them for from, from that perspective. Um, Logan Reichart, a four-star offensive tackle from Kansas. He will make his decision actually on, on Thursday, the 8th of September, um, Missouri and Oregon are in the, in the picture here. Oregon probably is not going to be the outcome for, for Oregon, but we've seen some surprises already. So if, if it does happen, it would just be the next in a long line for Oregon and Dan Lanning this year to, to kind of swoop in late and make a change. Uh, we mentioned Spencer Fano. Um, Oregon continues to look for other offensive tackles as players have kind of come off the board and haven't picked Oregon. It's going to be interesting to see how they – evaluate that position. It could be a transfer portal look for Oregon at offensive tackle here for the Ducks and adding for the 2023 class. Now, interior offensive line, this is where some some options are there for the Ducks. Uh, Ipani Lalu, uh, interior offensive lineman, four-star player from Honolulu, Hawaii. He is looking hard at Oregon. The Ducks are in a good position there. We also know uh, the Ducks are in a really good position for three-star interior offensive lineman Bryce Bolton, uh, a guy that that Oregon has had and is kind of the favorite for. Uh, they had him on campus multiple times. They, he's camped at Oregon as well multiple times. Um, and then there's Caleb Lomu from Highland High School in Gilbert, Arizona, a four-star. He's an offensive tackle, but I think there's some position versatility there. Uh, the Ducks are in a good spot with Lomu and, and could probably get him on campus here soon. And it wouldn't really surprise me if Oregon kind of makes a, a run here. They just recently offered in August, and things could really trend in the right direction 
uh, for Oregon at, at that spot. Linebacker is another position of need here for Oregon. Um, they've got some options, but it's it's they're at a place now where they're just not going to take bodies, just like at the offensive line, and that's why I mentioned the portal. Um, Oregon is not in a place where they need bodies so bad that they're going to they're going to take a player who's not ready for this level of football and move and, and, and go after that level of prospect. They're going to find players who can help. And if that means going portal instead of going the high school route, that's probably what's going to happen. Linebacker, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because they have some guys available. Blake Nicholson is a four-star linebacker from California, Florida State. Oregon was the player. Then Florida State became the player. Then Oregon became the player. Now maybe Florida State's back in the lead here, back and forth between these two schools. We'll see what happens there with Oregon, if they can kind of regain position. David Peavy, a linebacker from Lincoln High School in San Diego, Probably a good option for Oregon to land a verbal commitment here. Um, PV's high school teammates with Jaleel Florence, Jill Tucker, current true freshman at Oregon. Um, wouldn't surprise me there if PV ends up being in Oregon's 2023 recruiting class. Defensive backfield, again, more defensive players. Uh, they're in on four-star corner, Javier Toviano, but I don't really think the Ducks are in a position where we can say that definitively that they're going to be a, a one or a two team at the very end of the day. Uh, Roderick Pleasant, we mentioned, a, a top 100 player. Wouldn't be surprised if we're in swoops in here. They're, they're one of the favorites, but it wouldn't surprise me if they kind of pull away here late. But we'll see what happens there. Uh, we also know Oregon's recruiting Dylan Austin, currently committed to LSU from Long Beach, California. You know, six foot one, six foot two type guy. Uh, maybe Oregon can, can play the distance card here and make up some ground and, and, and try and pull him back into – into the full. They loved him when he was uncommitted and LSU got him. And now we'll see if Oregon can, can flip him. That would be a player I would look at from a flip perspective. Uh, you go to the offensive side of the football and we know they're done at quarterback. They're probably done at receiver as well. They're probably done at tight end. What could be interesting is running back. We already know they have Dowdell committed, but they were trying to do uh Dowdell with one other player. It was potentially going to be Richard Young, the five-star, but then he committed to, Al to Alabama. Um, there was some Jeremiah Love discussion as well. Uh, we'll see what happens. It, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if Oregon goes out and at the end of the day ends with a verbal commitment from two running backs, one of which could be, just speculating here, Roderick Robinson the second. Currently committed to UCLA, Lincoln High School, San Diego. Same high school as PV, same high school as Florence and Tucker. Really loves Oregon. We could see Oregon maybe try and flip him here uh, if if they really wanted to, if they felt like they needed to add a second running back to this rotation. Um, not sure if they do, though. That's the question. Now, at receiver, is there going to be any room, any need for Oregon to add another receiver to the mix um, that's going to be up for debate. And you could look at a couple names. You could look at some guys that are available and maybe someone decides to, you know, maybe Oregon decides to go after the, the, a target and, and, and land one. But I, I almost kind of think if they go and add another receiver, it might be a portal guy. It, it, it might come via a transfer. Now, tight end could be a discussion where there's no new names that could pop up. But could Oregon circle back and try and flip a guy currently committed to another school? Um, Deuce Robinson is a five-star tight end. He's the number one tight end in the country. 
out of Arizona. Oregon's working to get him up for an official visit this fall. He's not a new name, so it, it you know maybe Oregon can make a late push here and, and get him committed and be the second tight end commit in this class. Uh, if they don't get Deuce, maybe they circle back on someone like Riley Williams, who's originally from Portland, Central Catholic High School, transferred to IMG Academy in Florida for his final year. He's committed to the Hurricanes. Total speculation on our part here, but it's a long move. He's experiencing being home away from home for the first time. Maybe his, his attitude changes and Oregon can capitalize on that, or maybe it strengthens his idea that he can be okay away from home from so far away with the Hurricanes for the next four years. But Riley Williams would be a name I would maybe consider just monitoring, maybe seeing what Oregon can do with that prospect down the road. And then, like we said, offensive line, um, this could be the position group because of misses, because of poor talent depth-wise out west. There's some really good names at the top, but then it's a big drop-off. This could be the position where Oregon looks and says, hey, we don't want to just take a guy. Let's go portal. Let's maybe save a position, one scholarship for next year and load up on an extra lineman down the road. It's going to do it for us here on the Odds and Audibles podcast. Quick recap there. Oregon, again, number one in the conference for recruiting in 2023, 13th in the country as of Wednesday afternoon. Ducks pushing for one of the best recruiting classes for the best recruiting class in the Pac-12 for a fifth straight year. Can they do it? We'll find out in the next couple of months. We'll follow it all on DuckTerritory.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.